Hey, it's Garbage Brain University. I'm Drew Toothpaste. I'm Natalie D. Today, we're talking about... Castles. Everybody knows what they are. Those big boys. That's very large. Maybe, I don't think that the size has anything to do with it. Could be. I mean, just in my mind, I think of them as being big. All castles are larger than me. So relative to me, they're all big. All castles are big. Yeah, easy to remember. Get it? <laughs> Have you ever been to a castle? Um, I don't think I have, no. I have only been to North America. Oh, we got castles. I've been to the Milford Castle. Wow. Is that really a castle, though? It's outside Cincinnati. Is it really a castle? I mean... Or is it just a house that looks like a castle? I mean, it's all stoned up. And it's like, again, relative to me, it was large. Yeah. But it's like, it's a small castle. I think it was a hobby castle. It was never used. <laughs> Baby's castle. Castle for idiots. <laughs> it's like when a guy... <laughs> Let me look up. I, I mean, see what it looks like. Uh, uh, yeah, look up the Milford Castle. So it's like, you know when you buy a car from a car store? Sure. How you get a car. And then think about what a car looks like when a guy makes his own car. Yeah. White Castle? This one? Chateau La Roche? I don't know. Anyway, I went to some fucking castle. You know what? The top and bottom of that story is that it wasn't very good anyway. I'm just saying, I've been to one. I wanted to brag. That one? I mean, probably. Yeah. Loveland Castle? Milford's next to Loveland. Okay. Cincinnati boy. <laughs> well, Loveland's the home of the Loveland frog. Right, right. Which is a cryptid. So I thought there's no way they could have a castle and a magical frog. But as it turns out, Loveland. Why wouldn't they? If they had a castle, yeah, why wouldn't they have a magical it's frog? It's called Loveland also. So. Castle of Loveland. Yeah. They really. And a mystical frog. <laughs> You know, my whole life, I thought they oversold it. All it's got is one end of a bike trail. Right. <laughs> some houses, a Burger King. <laughs> Do they have a White Castle, though? I don't, I don't know. My parents had a bias against White Castle, so I just never ate it. One time I went to the babysitters, and they had White Castle, and I was like, wicked, I've never had this. And I got, like, I got some kind of internal thing from it. You know, <laughs> you eat some unfamiliar food and all your shit goes bonkers. Right. I got one of those. And then I remember I came home and I told my parents and they were like, Psh, yeah, that's what you get. <laughs> that's what you get for eating White Castle. I used to sometimes get White Castle, but I would always get the chicken rings <laughs> at White Castle. That sounds good. They were just like chicken nuggets with holes in them. Yeah, I mean, you get more surface area, though. Right. You've got that whole little inside, little hollow earth area where right. you've got extra breading. Yeah. You don't have those weird little hamburgers that are just wet onions and wet bread. Yeah. See, I haven't had one of those in uh, an extremely long time. I think my parents also hated White Castle because one of my grandfathers liked White Castle. One of my grandfathers had this thing he would do. Now, I'm not related to the man, which complicates things. <laughs> But he was like six foot, 100 inches tall. And he was like not super beefy, but the man would eat like 10 pounds of food in a sitting. Mm -hmm. I think my parents hated him because anytime we would go and pick him up, bring him up for Thanksgiving, he would sit there and he would eat just like pounds and pounds of food. He would just eat until there was nothing left. One time he ate so many green beans, he would just started hollering in the middle of the night. <laughs> Yeah, green beans will do it to you. <laughs> ah. 
But I think they really just had a personal issue with White Castle because he used to always request that they bring him White Castle or something. And one time he ate like 600 of them or something and was just <laughs> he was hollering and stuff. Right. Like he just couldn't stop eating them and then he just lost his shit. Yeah. He ate himself to death with the White Castles. No, he didn't. He lived until he was like in his 90s. Yeah, so you just gotta eat till you holler. That's the secret. I I guess different makeup than I don't me. Think I don't ever, think it would work. For I don't me. think I've ever eaten until I was yelling about it. Like, what is this hollering that you're talking about? Like, <laughs> I'm having a hard time imagining it. Like, is he hollering in distress? Like, he's got the fart so bad later. What? Or what's the issue? What's going I on? I think. I think it was that. Yeah, I. Or think... is he just like, oh, those were great beans. No, no. No, it, no, it's a delayed effect, too. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the thing is because you eat dinner with the guy and he's like, well, I'm stuffed. And you're like, good. You know, we did you right. Right. Like, that's a very traditional thing is like, Stuff if, your guest. if you have a guest and your guest likes the food so much that they're like, oh, I just can't stop eating it. You're like, yes, I'm proud. I did good. I did good by my guest. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Hollering comes later. <laughs> What was he hollering about? Like, can you do like an impersonation of it? Like, oh! he would just holler into the void. Like, I, I just don't understand. <laughs> he just howl like a dog. <laughs> it was a lot deeper. Uh. Yeah, that's really that's really close. I just think that, and like, I don't even know if he was asleep. He may have just been screaming in his sleep. Oh, like I saw that kid in the bedroom, huh? (laughs) No, it was like full voice. Oh, okay. He wasn't just like gargling. No, like, you know, when you're sleeping, you're dreaming and you're like, you're trying to yell in your dream and you can't scream. But in real life, uh, you're just asleep and you're going, oh, oh. Yeah, Yeah, like screaming with your mouth closed and stuff. (laughs) Just like Uh dumb dream shit. No, his mouth was open. He was totally hollering. But I don't know if he was just like halfway asleep or he was trying to off gas. I don't know. I can't ask him. Yeah. He should have asked him back then what it was about. So here's the question. Is White Castle a real castle? It's not. Isn't the whole deal with White Castle that they use like some sort of 1950s or like 1920s, like some kind of enamel panels or something? Don't they have some kind of funky setup that was like very revolutionary for its time? And it's like, this is so sanitary because we can definitely clean this entire restaurant. I think that was the whole idea because prior to then, there was like a lot of gross meat-borne illness. Right. And I think they really went hard on the sanitary aspect. I seem to remember something like that. Right. Right. But then they ruined the sanitary aspect by putting like eight cups of onions on everything, which will absolutely blow your ass out every single time. That to me makes makes me suspicious like they're trying to cover up the blowing your ass out with the teeny tiny little hamburger yeah i don't know i guess i could get it sometime and see what i think if it makes me holler then we'll know there's something special about it (laughs) we'll find out what makes you holler yet 
so Natalie, what is a castle? A uh, castle is a type of fortified structure built during the Middle Ages, predominantly by the nobility or royalty and by military orders. And so a castle specifically is something that could withstand like an attack. Mm-hmm. So White Castle is not a castle. No, White Castle would fall. And that's why I was saying the Loveland Castle probably isn't a castle either. No, it was. I mean, it was built for people to come look at. It's not a functional castle. Right, right. It's a mockery of a castle. But see, I guess I never really thought about it. But castles are rich guy stuff, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Something you pointed out the other day, and now I'm going to see it all the time, is that you pointed out that in every like sci-fi action movie... Like, it just always turns out to be a movie about rich people. Right, right. And what was that one we watched most recently? Tenet. Tenet, yeah. We watched Tenet. So it, was right. a, it was supposed to be cool time travel and people going backwards. And there was like some occultism, like a magic square and all kinds of weird shit happening. Right? And like right. time travel would have been totally up my alley. They went to a bunch of weird places. They shot a bunch of it in Estonia, which was cool. Right. 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 And then it just turns out to be rich guy yacht stuff. Yeah. It's just like rich guys racing each other in yachts and then... Like, the ladies are all wearing Chanel and carrying bags that cost $35,000. It's, like, very not chill. It is, like, not, like... Well, it's supposed to make them more exotic, and it's supposed to tie it to reality in a way that makes it seem that the fantastic aspects of it could be possible because the material aspects of it are also beyond your reach, you fucking peasant. (laughs) Right, right. I'm just... It just gives me the vibe of, like, when you read one of those magazines, like, the super affluent people magazines, right? Like, they are so out of touch with reality that nothing in it matters to me at all. Like, I'm, go ahead and fucking time travel and give a shit. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not invested in what anybody is doing. Right. I find them unrelatable and so it makes me less interested. I think if it involved more normal people that sat on the couch... Nobody sat on the couch in that movie unless somebody was, like, hitting them with a gun and making them sit on the couch and give them answers. (laughs) There should be more movies where people are sitting on the couch. I've never been in a situation in my life where every single dude I saw was in a perfectly tailored suit. Like, there's, like, one or two guys who have a nice suit on and everyone else has, like, a shitty suit on. Right? That's like real life. They should make it, if they made it more relatable, then the time travel stuff would be cooler. Because then you could think, I could be the guy in the shitty suit. Right. I much prefer, like, the regular guy getting wrapped up in something, like, intrigue. And they're like, you're the only guy who can go because you don't have any friends. No one's going to miss you. (laughs) Right? (laughs) (laughs) Right? Yeah. Like, that's a totally different vibe. <laughs> I would watch that movie. I think I've seen, like, five movies where that was, like, the basic premise of it. Like, you're disposable. Let's do this. <laughs> no one's going to want to get paid after we kill you. <laughs> so, okay. They basically say that a castle is a private fortified residence. So it's not like something with a bunch of different families. Well, it's not a public edifice. It is just built for the private use of somebody to live in and be protected. Right, right. You already know all about this. You already know all about castles. How do you know so much about castles? 
I guess it was the one time I went to the fake castle as a kid. <laughs> and the single time I ate White Castle, which is, <laughs> is a form of food. Have you ever made a sand castle? I've made a sand castle before. I think yeah. that also gives me a little bit of credibility in this episode. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I have always lived at least like a thousand miles from the ocean. Right. Maybe 800 miles if you went straight to the nearest ocean. Right. Which we never did. Another disappointment. <laughs> What is the closest ocean to us? Probably like Newport News, Virginia or some fucking place <laughs> like that. What is exactly, exactly straight from Columbus, Ohio at the ocean? I would guess maybe that little, maybe the somewhere in the Chesapeake Bay, maybe. Is the bay, does the bay count as the ocean? Is Philadelphia on the same, on the same latitude as us? Philadelphia is not on the coast unless Camden's in the ocean. <laughs> Well, it'd be like off the side of New Jersey then. Where would we be? I don't fucking know. <laughs> That's beautiful ocean, whatever we're talking about. <laughs> I think as a kid, I always thought sandcastles were going to be more fun than they were. Because people talked about them, and then you would see people building them. Anytime you'd see people at the beach, they'd be building them. And you're like, man, this is the shit. I don't have any sand here. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I grew up in Ohio, so you start digging down in dirt, you just got a bunch of nasty clay with worm shit in it or whatever. Right, right. Ohio and sand. so... <laughs> I was never a mud boy. Aww. I was never a dirty bird. <laughs> Digging around, making mud castles. I don't think so. <laughs> I think when it comes to kids fucking around in the woods, which used to be all you could do, I think there's like classes of kids. I was always a stick man. <laughs> yeah. I was always, a, I think I was always a dirt girl. You were, you were a muddy buddy? <laughs> I, I liked the dirt. I liked digging holes in it and I liked stacking it up and I like, like making like ridges of it, making mud. Sure. Yeah. Uh huh. I always liked the sticks because you could use them to hit stuff and you could use them to build stuff. That's pretty, that's a pretty solid class of like a woods person. Yeah. Hmm. So no castles and no sand castles. I always liked sand castles. Well, I, uh, I think the first time I went to the beach, I kind of tried to lump up some sand and I was like, this is like hard because it, it keeps falling over. And I was like, I think it's because it's made up of all these little grains. Yeah. It's not like mud. <laughs> it's hard to stick this stuff together. No sticks. And then, yeah, and then I, uh, uh, we got like plastic molds that looked like parts of a castle, and then you'd kind of mold them, and then you'd dump the sand out, but like it would never demold correctly, and I think the chrome came off the bumper pretty fast on that one. Yeah. Kind of gave up on sandcastles. I think I half-heartedly tried, you know, a couple more times. We went to Florida, but uh, it, it never did work. One time we went to Daytona Beach. Have you ever been to that place? Isn't that the one where you can drive on the beach? Yeah, I you hate can. That so much. Yeah, you can drive on the beach, I hate and that so so, much. so we went there. And I thought just because you know, I think my parents heard of Daytona maybe from Beach Boys or something, and so we it's went there. It's probably the Ghost Face song. <laughs> That's probably where your parents heard. Probably, it. yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. And so we went there, and it was just people driving on the beach. And you might even think, if you've never been to such a place, you might think, well, cool guys, hot cars, or hot guys, cool cars. Both of those work in a beach context. Sure. 
but it was mostly like Toyota Corolla. Turns out it's mostly people driving shitty cars on the beach. Right. Just the regular cars that was on the highway a minute ago. Completely normal cars. Like <laughs> I hate the idea of driving on the beach. I hate it. You know what Daytona Beach is? It's just like that movie you described. These agents from the future grabbed a guy and they said, you don't have any friends. You have a crummy car. Come with us. <laughs> right. Right. We need you to drive on the beach. You're disposable. <laughs> Go drive on the beach. Like how, you need to hit all kinds of seagulls. You ruin people's sandcastles. The seagull was your first? <laughs> that was your first go-to? <laughs> You, got all those, you leave all those tracks in the sand. You get your car water all over the place. <laughs> Have you ever driven a car? <laughs> yeah, it's stuff that trickles out the back end of your car when you're driving around. Yeah. No, there is that <laughs> There is that stuff. I never figured out what that stuff it's is. car water. You don't want that on the beach. I don't want it on my beach. <laughs> <laughs> I always like making sandcastles because it was like one of those activities I could just space out and do. That's a spacing out activity. Where you just let your body make a sand castle and you're just like, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, like that. Yeah. You kind of, do you think you were like dissociating? Yeah, a little bit. My mom would want to sit at the beach for like 10 hours. <laughs> I didn't, you know, finding something that you could like be very zen and do while having like a very meditative mental state is not necessarily dissociating. No. No. And I mean, people will people will put a little dish of sand on their desk and say it's a Zen garden mm -hmm. anyway. So I think I think mushing some sand around is a pretty standard way to relax. Yeah. Whether you're at work or on vacation. <laughs> the one constant is that you're going to play in the sand. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't know why. I just <laughs> I think there's just some concept about it that's like that's just the ground, man. Stop playing with the ground, idiot. <laughs> Step on it and get out of the fucking way. That's what I'm going to say next time I see someone building a sandcastle. You're, you're going to take your life of thinking of sandcastle building as meditative zen. <laughs> yeah. And you're going to pass that on to the next generation by telling them to shut the fuck up. Shut and the fuck up, idiot. <laughs> get your stupid dirt house and get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I think that was... I think that was the thing with the sand castle is you couldn't really put much detail in it, right? Unless you're one of those people that got a master's degree in sand castle, and then they can build those ones on the beach where they carve all the little special things out of it. Yeah, I think that those guys are cheating somehow. They got to be putting something in the water. Right, or they they're bringing their own sand in. They're cheating. See, I didn't even think about that. They probably have like a special sand and a special mix, so it always is perfect for them to do their thing with it. Right? Like, they're not going to find sticks and, like, little snails and stuff in that sand when they're doing it. A little pop top that hasn't existed on a beer can in 30 years. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, some kind of pull tab. Like old, a... dead seaweed. Yeah. <laughs> so, here is my question I, I was going to have for the podcast today. I've been thinking about it. I was going to pose to you this question. If a castle is... A private residence that is fortified to protect somebody. Then, if you built an underground bunker, is that a castle? That's a good question. But are there? Does a castle need to have certain characteristics? Like uh, a lot of castles are built on a hill. Yeah. So people have to like walk uphill to get to you. 
there's like moats. Do you have to have that to have a castle? I mean, some castles might not have a moat, right? I mean... The drawbridge, that's the, a classic. Yeah, the definition of it doesn't say anything about any particular features being required. So if it's just a fortified structure for personal defense, then a bunker would count, yeah. Yeah, think about it. What if you lived on a platform that was supported by a bunch of balloons and you lived like five miles up in the sky? Is that a castle? If it's fortified. No one can get you up there. That's security. <laughs> that's uh, like security by obscurity, mm-hmm. though, isn't it? Yeah. That's a good kind of security, though, because it rhymes, first off. I think that's why it got popular. <laughs> security by obscurity. That's going to be my choice. Sounds so good. And it's like nonviolent. It's like the very cool, like, it's all right, man. Fucking leave me alone. (laughs) I think it's also like, look, I'm going to be totally out of your way. So if you bother me, it's a you thing. Right, right. Has nothing to do with anything I did. You're harshing my mellow, and it's your problem, not mine. (laughs) Right. Man, you know what the dream is? It's just fucking running away to the woods. You don't have to tell me. (laughs) That's my go-to fantasy now. Like, when you think about, oh, what would you want? What would be your dream? Run away to the woods. I want to have a cute house in the woods. And I want to have, like, a whole bunch of acres. And then no one will fucking talk to me again. I just go live in my woods, mind my own business. I mean, there was a time when I thought that I I had to live in a city. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I mean, don't know if I have to. I think no. I I think I've adjusted to the relative isolation. I don't like how everything in a city is all so crowded. I just want to live somewhere where there's just not that many people. I wonder if back in the days of fiefdom, when uh, they came in and they put up a real giant castle, you know, with the palisades, the stone walls towers the boiling oil and stuff i wonder if they felt the same way like i feel when i walk down the street and they put one of those five or seven story buildings and they always put it right on the street why Mm -hmm. do they do that i don't know it's imposing it makes you feel claustrophobic yeah it makes you feel like you're a rat in a maze right i think that's what they want they're trying to block out the sky they don't want you to see it what secrets do they think the sun holds Oh, I mean, if you if you can identify yourself as the as the border between the earth and the sky, then that gives you a sense of importance. Stripping people's senses of importance and making them pay two thousand dollars for an apartment in Columbus. <laughs> right, you never ever ever get to see the sky. <laughs> I just think that's the thing. Is like, why are you doing that to us? Right. Nobody here has any fucking money. <laughs> yeah. Well, people who are taking it over do. <laughs> now, hold on. This seems like a trend. Right, right. I'm fucking going to the woods. Kiss my ass. <laughs> so, the first castles, they were built in the 9th and 10th century, which was a long time ago. That is yeah. like almost in that time period where they are like, that wasn't real. Yeah, sometimes people aren't sure if that time period was real just because of a lack of records and some discrepancies in calendars. It's a pretty good conspiracy theory. I like it. The missing missing 300 years, something like that, if you look that up. Isn't it between like 700 and 1100 or something like that? Something like that. It's it's plus or minus around the 1000 range, yeah. I would really like it if it was true. I just... All the weird shit, I'm like, I like it. Let's go with it. (laughs) 
so <laughs> yeah it's just it's just rocks and yeah. all that kind of stuff is just everybody hashing out whose rocks are whose anyway right so. and so like in the ninth and 10th centuries they had the fall of the Carolingian Empire, and so the whole territory was divided among all the different lords and princes. And then they all built castles and controlled the area immediately surrounding the castles. Oh, so it was like a super balkanization. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, sure. <laughs> and so the castles were uh, offensive and defensive. So, like... They would have people trying to attack it, but then also it would attack back. Well, I mean, you could shoot arrows out of it. I mean, yeah. that's all I know. You could shoot arrows out of it. You can, like, dump pot oil out of it. You can dump buckets of poop out of it. I don't know. Whatever you want. Like, those moats were nasty, weren't they? I was not there, but I feel like I've heard there's a lot of stuff going on in the moats. I don't think the crocodiles was a lie. I think they put crocodiles in there if they had them. I think that there was nasty poop in them. Like, all of the... Oh, all of the uh, garter robes, mm -hmm. which were like the... They would put toilets that hung off the wall. Mm -hmm. They'd be on like an upper story, and it'd just be a hole, and the shit would fall in the moat. Yeah. I just figured that's what the crocodiles ate. <laughs> they ate shit, basically. That was about it. <laughs> hey, you do not want to get bit by a shit-eating crocodile. No, you're that getting is... an infection. Yeah. Yeah, that's a dirty Did they wound. have crocodiles in, like, that area? Like around France and Germany? I don't know. <laughs> I thought that they were, like, mainly in Florida. Now that sounds right. <laughs> Who knows? There's crocodiles in Africa, isn't there? We just did an episode about these guys, and I already forgot about it. My or, brain is like a sieve now. Or maybe crocodiles are just forgettable. I think that a, a great deal of personal responsibility is laid upon all of us to remember everything. And the truth of the matter is, not all that much stuff is rememberable. A lot of <laughs> things are forgettable. I've heard the song Mr. Brightside by The Killers a uh, 100,000 times. I could not tell you a single word of it. None of, the, none of the melody comes to mind. In fact, I have taken out my phone. I've been someplace and I've been like, this song is like mildly this song is like familiar what is this song i've heard this before and i type it in and it's literally like the most popular song that has existed in the past 20 years <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's fucking totally forgettable <laughs> yeah yeah it is and so the fact that trivia about crocodiles might be forgettable is just does not seem like a stretch at all. Right. The research team does a comprehensive job of this, and we don't even cover the stuff like, did you know that crocodiles have 22 forward-facing teeth and 24 backward-facing teeth? <laughs> this differentiates them from... <laughs> They're uh, thorough. What if I was a crocodile? I hope you're not in the remnants of the Carolingian Empire in a moat, because I have bad news. Oh, shit. Literally, that's what's up with that. Pooping in the moat. Yeah. <laughs> when people were developing socially, like in Egypt and in the Fertile Crescent and in China, 
and all these places that were around extremely long time ago. They started eventually accumulating the things that they had to work really hard for before, right? Suddenly Mm -hmm. we, we are accumulating resources and we are accumulating wealth. And as soon as that started happening, they started having to build fortified enclosures for it. Yeah, because as soon as you have inequality, then you've got people that are going to bust your door down and take your shit. Right, right. And so that was when the idea of doing that started. And Northern Europe was slower than the rest of the world when it came to developing defensive structures. And so they didn't get around to it until the Bronze Age. Okay. When they would build a castle, what they would do is they would select the area that they were going to build it in, right? And so, like, in the 9th and 10th century, that was when they were divvying up land. But I suppose that is how how it would always go when they would build something like that, right? And so they would pick the parcel and then find a strategic position within the area that they would be able to dominate the landscape from. And so like if there was a hill, they would build it on a hill, et cetera, et cetera, right? So yeah. somewhere where they would be able to defend their position. Yeah, sure. And then they would start bringing in building materials. They would use earth, they would use timber and Later, as they got better at doing construction materials and stuff like that, they would start building them out of stone. It never occurred to me that they would have built castles out of wood, but of course that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. It would at least build a frame out of wood, you would think. But there's a lot of places around there where there's not a whole ton of trees. Yeah, and it it's a lot harder to, like, quarry stone and transport it and right, stuff. Right, right. It's really funny how it was so hard and it took so long for people to start building castles out of stone. Like, I don't know if it says when they started building castles out of stone, but I know that around, you know, 1000 common era, they were still building shit out of wood. Yeah, right. They are not really sure how much building a castle would have taken because usually like the lord or the prince or whoever the fuck it was who was building it would just compel all of his people to do it for him. Yeah, so here's a question. Mm-hmm. How were the pyramids and the other great works at Giza and the thousands of pyramids in Meroe, which are in the Kush area of southern Egypt and northern Sudan today, mm-hmm. how were all those built? How was all that stone quarried? and taken to the site, and how is that all assembled when the most rich and powerful people then, thousands of years later, were almost unable to do it? Mysteries of the pyramids, man. Just thinking about it, how did they have the ability and the resources to do that when people in Europe and in the Fertile Crescent and in China had problems building shit with stone later. Mm-hmm. It's not like there was no stone left. Well, I think that a lot of the stone also that people were using was more roughly hewn than that was going on with the pyramids. It's part of the reason that the pyramid is so exceptional. And that makes it even wilder that they're using all these rocks that look like shit. Yeah. They're not even straight. Right. Something's funky going on there. (laughs) When you leave it up to people to make their little things, when you just leave it up to rich people, and keep in mind, the official story for all the Egyptian stuff is that they were rich and powerful leaders. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, these rich fucking guys in France can't even get rocks. Right, right. And when they do, they look like shit. (laughs) 
maybe they were tapped into some backwards radio waves that were telling them how to cut rocks better. You go back and you look at the illustrations. There's drawings of people carrying rocks, but the rocks are knee high to them. But they're the rocks being shown as the ones used to make the pyramids. Just something to think about. Yeah. There's drawings with the people that were normal people size in relation to the pyramid blocks. Mm -hmm. And then the enormous things, the jackal-headed guys carrying the rocks. Yeah, there's a lot of pictures in Egyptian art and, and similar stuff where it implies that there were extremely, extremely large people helping them do stuff. Now, do I believe that the ancient Egyptians were capable of doing powerful stuff? Yes. Do I believe that they had access to technology that we don't know about? Absolutely. I'm not saying that the ancient Egyptians couldn't do this. I just think it's funny that later you have all these other civilizations that are supposedly more advanced and they can't do any of this shit. Right. It's interesting to think about. Much to think about. But when it comes to building castles... They were expensive to maintain. They contained a ton of timber. And the timber was often not seasoned properly. And so it was a pain in the ass to maintain it, right? Because all the wood was rotting. No, that's a bummer. I didn't think about that. You can't just cut a tree down and use it. Yeah, yeah. But these guys just went with it. Well, you probably have to, like, in the old days, what would you do? Would you tar it up? I don't know what you would do. Now you would you would bake it. Pressure treat it, right? You pressure treat it or you kiln dry it. Something to make it like not such a mess, right? Not so bendy. To make it more impervious to moisture right. and mold and right. stuff like that. Right. Yeah. So they would set up these castles and then they would put all of their shit in it. Like their slingshot things to throw stuff out. And they would have like archers and all that kind of stuff who, were, who would be looking be ready to protect the castle and so a lot of the stuff like the little windows and stuff had to do with people shooting out and like the dentil kind of top that they have with the little the parapets the yeah. parapets they they had like the size up so people could shoot and still have some protection on the sides peek out yeah the classic castle look mm -hmm. yeah classic castle like bowser's castle yeah. <laughs> yeah so if you lived in a castle what was going on in there basically it was a administration building and so he would it, the lord he was always some guy he would administrate his area and his land and do what he needed to do for all of the tenants below him on his property and so they would hold court and do all that kind of lordship stuff, right? And periodically he would leave the castle and visit all of the little properties around the castle. And they would appoint deputies to to make sure everything was, was on the up and up around his, around his situation. Mm -hmm. And he would have tons and tons of servants who would do all the chores and prepare food. He would have a treasurer who took care of written records for the castle. Uh, he would have a chamberlain to manage the household. And it was like pretty prestigious if you were the guy who was working in the castle. Yeah, so it was like a whole Downton Abbey setup. Yeah, thing. right. It was like that's fancy. Just like servants on servants. Yeah, right. And everybody is working just for this guy just to service his wealth. Right, right. And to make sure nobody stole his shit. 
<laughs> yes, exactly. And so most of the servants had to do with like preparation of food. And they would have castle kitchens that were just running all the time and were always making large meals and et cetera, et cetera. But most of the people in the castle were just the servants. If it wasn't for all the servants, there would be hardly anyone there at all. It would just be a vast building with nobody in it. Well, that makes sense. Where did all the servants live? Probably in the dirty dungeon? They probably had servants' quarters. Isn't that how it usually went? Like you have like a little tiny room with like a bucket to pee in and like a little cot. Sounds about right. <laughs> um, they would have social events at castles and they would have them decorated with symbolism and like different design motifs. Um, they would have design elements that kind of look like cathedrals and this and that because these guys thought that they were very fancy and the main thing that would go on also there was that they would do all the courtly business like milady should you like to court thee oh the yeah like having big dances where you have to fill out bingo cards based on who you dance with and stuff and like, like that the, they'd had the knights doing the chivalry stuff oh man where it's like, oh, my lady. And that's just the thing. That's our picture of that time period because those were the only people wealthy enough to be like, and you must record everything we have done. Right, right. And you know, if, if someone is recording everything you've done, they're just going to record the stuff that you liked. <laughs> Don't write that down. They're going to make it seem like you were the coolest and the most fly and you had the best ladies at your castle ball. Right, right. <laughs> uh, and then, okay, so the, point, the whole point with the courtly business was that medieval people would arrange marriages and things like that as a way to secure land. Uh, you would form alliances with other families, mm -hmm. and so you'd be married, and so you and the other guy from the castle would be buddies, yeah. and et cetera, et cetera, right? Right, right. And like, then, you know, through the passage of time, then people's land ownership would just expand and hopefully they would get more powerful than when they just divvied it all up at the beginning. Yeah. So it's a lot like risk. Right. Really. You start, all your guys <laughs> are spread out and then you kind of start conglomerate. Start conglomerate. Right. Right. So did you know that in the 10th century, the average castle cost about 100 pounds to build? Just 100 then? Not uh -huh. modern equivalent. Yeah, 100 then. Okay. I wonder how much a pound was worth back then. Probably a fucking lot. I don't know. Because they would always say, say pence and pennies and shillings and stuff, right? Yeah, right. A pound was probably a lot of fucking money back then. Right. If it was 100 of them to build a castle. Well, back then, uh, castles were mostly made of timber. And so by the 14th century, they had mainly moved to just doing stone. And at that point, it cost about $100,000 to build a castle. Oh, which shit. Which $100,000 in the 14th century sounds like a fucking lot of money. That would have been an intense amount of money because inflation has been going the whole time. Yeah. Also, the fact that it took them four centuries to figure out a way to stop people from burning down their castles. Right. Because you know that was fucking happening. You know that in a, a town where everybody's living in the dirt with pigs... That nobody's just going to respect the guy. Yeah. Everybody's not going to be like, yeah, let's just respect that guy. He's got all the good stuff in there, but let's just let him have it. Yeah. I don't know. Seems fair. I guess he got it 
<laughs> he got to it first. Yeah, he was he was told that it was his and not ours. Forty <laughs> percent of a king's annual income went to the cost of building and maintaining castles. So it's very much like you must go to work to afford your car uh-huh. that you need to drive to work so that you can work to afford your car. Yeah. 40%. How is the king making an income? I guess he does taxes, huh? He, does he taxes. makes everybody he probably, give him. He probably has people um, doing like serfdom shit. Like maybe he's having them farm and he gets all the farming stuff, the crops and stuff, right? Oh, yeah. That was big time feudalism era. Yeah. So he was getting paid. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I mean, I know people that have accumulated wealth and property they find some way to just make money off of having money that's how it always goes right 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 did you know that the original dungeon was actually a part of a castle where people would hide if they're getting attacked oh so it would be a bunker uh-huh. you would go into the dungeon as like the last place there was to hide when you're getting totally fucked up by, by someone attacking your castle so after they overrun the whole top part of it and they bust down the drawbridge and cross the shitty moat. Right, right. And they get in there, and you're, you're hiding in the dungeon then. But then after they had dungeons for a minute, they're like, that would be a really great place to use to trap people. Yeah. And so that's what they started doing with their dungeons, is keeping people on them who were bad. Bad guys. Storage. <laughs> I always like to store my bad guys. <laughs> Put them all in the same place and hope nothing happens. <laughs> Boy, I sure hope nothing happens to the bad guys. <laughs> uh, did you know that uh, castles sucked to live in? They were extremely cold and dark and they smelled bad and they were wet. And they had to cover the floors with, with wall hangings and cover the floor with straw and all kinds of stuff to hide the smell of like animal shit and grease and like like keep the wet and the filth under control now see that that never even occurred to me i always when you think of castles you think of guys blowing horns and the guys riding in on the horses mm-hmm. you think that everything's cool right 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 i guess they don't really spend a lot of time on the inside of a castle probably because it's dark yeah there's not windows because then people will be able to get in. Yeah. And, you know, it was wet because we already talked about how they didn't do their wood right. Uh-huh. And it was just like condensation on that cold stone, right? It would just be wet, man. Not the place. Great place was... to get a disease, though, probably. It seems like if you really wanted to cultivate a big moldy lung, mm-hmm. you would live in a castle for a while. That's why all the people who live in castles were always real sickly. And anemic. In my head, they are, anyway. Just a lack, Maybe, of, a- lack of HVAC, you think? Yeah, that's, lack of HVAC or the inbreeding, probably. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, once you start getting into that Habsburg-type stuff, man. <laughs> that's messed up. Right, right. There were 100,000 castles in Europe at the height of castledom. Did you know that? I had no idea. I thought there might be a few hundred. No, there's a lot. There are a lot. 100,000 of them. I know that because I always like looking at real estate because it's fun. I like seeing all the different houses. And I have before looked for castles on the internet. There are a surprising number of them. Are any of them cheap? Yes. But I think that they that's how they get you because they don't cost as much as you would think a castle would cost. But then they, 
they're really expensive to maintain. Hey, right. And then you have to live in a castle and it's cold and wet. Right, right. And it's like, extremely old. Yeah. I think that would be tight, though. I bet you that somewhere like that would be fucking haunted. I think living in a, a house that was stone, to the extent that it was stone on the inside, too, would have different vibes. I think it would be more cave-like. I think if anything were to be haunted, it would be that. Yeah. And something so old, how many people you think would have died in a castle from, like, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years ago? Oh, a ton. Tons of people died there. Like, if you live on a normal street, somebody died in one of the houses. Some streets are only 20 years old. Right. Castles are hundreds of years old. You think the you think the dead people influence the vibe of the castle? No, probably not. But, like, I imagine that the dampness and, like, the weirdness and all that stuff probably creates some kind of electromagnetic defect that makes it so you're able to perceive echoes or interdimensional visions of things happening in the old times yeah maybe i mean rocks have like crystalline structures and stuff i mean our house i mean look around uh, what are the drywalls gypsum what's that bunch of crap bunch of <laughs> bunch of shit you bust through there you get some pink panther insulation some two by fours and then you just got bricks on the outside. Right. All that stuff is just crap. Spirits are going right through there. Right. There's no spiritual echoes. I went through all the previous owners of our house to try to find if anyone had ever died here. And I, I don't think that anyone had ever has. But that's good. That's such a track record. Because it's really, if you think about it, if we just stay here. I mean, this house has been here since the 40s, though. So it's like, maybe it's going to be us. Maybe we'll die here. No, I'm saying. No one's going to ever great, die here. Great records so far. Maybe there's something to it. Right. This is the house where no one can die. The house <laughs> where no one can die. <laughs> that sounds like a great premise. And then always, always, something lures you outside. And right. Or how they get you. Or the catch is, is that the house where no one can die, but everyone wishes they could. <laughs> Yeah. You're trapped yeah, in yours... an infinite, immortal state where you have to witness the death of everything except for the people in the house. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> I like mine better. That's a more that's a more direct, just like resist the tricks, but in the end you always you always get tricked. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> what did you learn today about castles? They're gross. Yeah, they're disgusting. I mean, everything that everybody used to do was nasty as hell. Yeah. They pooped right into the moat. Yeah, but if you think about it, they live in a ring of stone. Think about all the people who used to live in the castle. There used to be so many people who, all the servants, all the, they were all pooping into the moat. Yeah, but if you didn't shit in the moat in a castle, you had to keep the shit inside the castle. I'm just saying all the poop, this beautiful castle is surrounded by poops. It smells like poop everywhere. Tell you what, if I was sieging a castle, I would shoot an arrow right up the poop hole. <laughs> That's get, where I would hit. If you touch that moat, you would just immediately die of some kind of horrible infection, some total body infection. Now, see, that's what you think, but Columbus and other cities actually take the solid waste from the sewer and they treat it. I'm not sure how they do this. And then they sell it as compost. Mm -hmm. So you can, if you want, grow your garden in human shit. Right. Uh -huh. So the lake of human shit still exists today, except now you have to pay for it. Right. <laughs> 
I can't think of a better metaphor for modern society. Sure. Do you know who's great at modern society? Corey Grella. She's like a statesman of modern society. She's the best. She's like the painter of light of society. (laughs) She truly is a source of enlightenment for us all. And insurance. You know who has insurance? Who has insurance? Everybody in Harlem Township. They're so responsible. That is fantastic to hear. I would have thought just statistically some people would have been uninsured, but you know, they know it's worth paying that monthly fee. And then if nothing happens to you, you say, hey, I was only out the money. Right. That's the thing with insurance. They get you either way. But if you're insured, you walk away happy. I always walk away happy either way, honestly. But If I was in Harlem Township and uninsured, I'd still walk away happy because I'd be in a great place with great people. Get some fresh air, uninsured. Harlem, <laughs> Harlem Township. Come get some. (laughs) I love it. Oh, this episode was suggested today by Knights of Suburbia. Thank you for suggesting that. If you haven't suggested an episode to us yet, do it now. Go to the topic suggestion channel in Discord and just type out a word or an idea or whatever and uh, see what some other people have listed there. And of course, if you're not on Discord, you gotta subscribe. Patreon.com slash GarbageBrainUniversity or hit the subscribe button on GarbageBrainUniversity.com. Not quite as easy to use as Patreon, so we suggest you do that. Thanks again for listening and we'll talk to you again soon.